0: This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life, combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate.
1: Welcome to Tate Talks. We are live out of Palm Springs, California, and I'm extremely excited for my show today. In this hour of Tate Talks, I've invited a Coachella Valley native who has returned to the desert following her completion of a degree in exercise science and having obtained her national board certification in health and wellness coaching. We even crossed paths back in my early days of education and volleyball coaching when and she knew me then. Uh, We'll share with you tips on work-life balance during a pandemic, some key self-care strategies and how to overcome some of your biggest quarantine challenges, not to mention a delicious fall butternut squash salad recipe, and the power of mindset. I am joined today by my new friend and uh, somebody that, again, I had crossed paths with many years ago, Scout Lennon. Welcome to the show.
2: Hi, Jason. I'm so, so grateful to be here, and I just love how things have kind of come full circle from the the desert volleyball days to (laughs) really growing functional medicine in the Coachella Valley and talking about coaching and the importance of uh, taking care of our health especially just how this past year has been for everyone
1: exactly isn't it wild how it's kind of come full circle you know we now you and I have both um, completed the same functional medicine coaching uh, academy and it's just it's just wild to me I love this
2: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we continue to have more certified coaches and more functional medicine, um, uh, you know, people to join us in spreading functional medicine from the from the desert.
1: Definitely, definitely. So we're in the grip of this pandemic with nationwide cases, hospitalizations and deaths on the rise. An important election just three days away, potential major shutdown again with all that's going on share with me some of your best health coach tips during a pandemic let's start first actually with that work-life balance because you asked me when we spoke briefly the other day that the first thing you asked me was how am i handling the work-life balance and i just thought that was so i know that was such a coach question and i felt <laughs> honored that you asked that question so to, let's talk about that first
2: yeah definitely. i I mean, with the clients I'm coaching right now, everyone has made huge transitions with working remote, working from home, and just having a completely new schedule and a new setup. and the go physically going to the office and having an eight to six eight to five schedule or a nine to six schedule really has separates that from your home life. So now that people are being forced to work from home and it's really, really struggling to stay motivated and stay focused and, um, continue to stay on a routine. So I have a lot of great tips for a work-life balance that I think is super helpful. Great. And yeah, the, the first one is to definitely have a routine and, um, you know, it's easy when you're home to, you know, check your emails before your eight, before 9 a.m. when your workday starts and you're drinking a cup of coffee and you're in your pajamas. But, I mean, the best way to go about it is to really enjoy your morning routine and to really set those boundaries of these are my working hours and um, still be productive during that time and then know when it's time to transition back into the evening and, um be able to relax and wind down because you have to have the, that routine there to know when you're in work mode and when you're, when you're being focused and productive and then um, knowing when to tell your body it's time to, you know, unwind, relax, um, cook dinner, uh, do something active exercise and, and figuring that out. So um, I highly recommend doing that as, as well as setting those boundaries with, with work, like, You know, give yourself a cutoff time when you're done with your work for the day and, you know, uh, lose that temptation of pulling up out out your phone and checking your emails or rehearsing a presentation you have (laughs) that's going on. Um, It's really important to do all that for your mental health.
1: I can't. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Big message here. routine. And boundaries, boundaries are big. And I and I love that you mentioned, you know, the morning and then also the evening, kind of your bookends, right? Um, a mm-hmm. mentor of mine, uh, his name is is Jay, but he says that we should own the first hour and the last hour of our days. The first and last hour, we shouldn't be, you know, connected to other devices. We shouldn't be connected to the, just own that time for ourselves. So. I love that.
0: Absolutely. What about
1: some
0: self-care tips? Yeah. What are your top
1: three, really?
2: Self-care tips. So self-care definitely should be individualized based on activities that are energizing to you. And you really are able to have fun and turn your mind off. So. A lot of those are something that really incorporates your mind and maybe your physical body. Um, It gets you in this like flow state where you just lose track of time. You're really relaxed and really submerged in a task you're doing. So um, that looks different for everyone and you can definitely kind of play around with it, but some people really enjoy being in nature and exercising. So, you know, that's a way to get in that flow state and take care of yourself and Some people that are extremely busy, they just want to be able to sit down and read a book and be able to focus on that. So, you know, reading, getting outside, um, taking a bath at home, um, catching up on a show, um, maybe doing a a drawing or journaling. Um, Those are all just, you know, simple ways. And um, my biggest tip there is I'd ask someone for a self-care tip like, like, think about when you're a kid and you want to go play. Like what is that activity that comes out to you? Is it playing basketball? Is it um, is it you know, calling a friend? Is it um, there's so many different ways to to take a moment for yourself, that's self-care that re-energizes you and refreshes you to, um, not get depleted from your day, which, cause you, we spend so much time taking care of others and, uh, giving our energy into our work day as well.
1: Right. I like that, you know, and it's a sense of investing in you, right. And, and picking yourself back up almost like, you know, if you think of yourself like a balloon and you're giving away your air and you're just getting more and more deflated. Right. And so, yeah. these self care things are things that can inflate you, that can pick you back up, so that you're uh, so that you're able to stand on your own two feet again. I like that. Yeah,
2: ab- absolutely. And I I love that example of the, the how how inflated your balloon's going to be. And I like <laughs> using the 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 image of your bank account. Like if you're going to keep right. spending, you're going to get in the negatives. And self right. care is what you do to balance out that those energy-driven tasks um, to, you know, continue to gain and and um, stay energized and stay motivated to be able to take on life's ups and downs and life's challenges and ultimately strengthen your resilience through this pandemic we're going through.
1: Exactly. I love that. I have with me in the studio, Scout Lennon. She's received her bachelor's in exercise science from Cal Lutheran with an emphasis in sport performance. She even bounced back from a tragic diagnosis of brain cavernoma where she was suffering seizures and brain bleed and she's determined to control her health destiny. Scout combined her knowledge and skills to overcome her health disparities and went on a mission to seek how to help others. Uh, She attended the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, has since completed the rigorous certification process to become a nationally board certified health and wellness coach. And we're talking about uh, taking care of yourself through this pandemic, taking care of yourself with self-care, with uh, balance in your life, with some boundaries. What are some of the biggest challenges and tips to overcome these, these big challenges from your clients, from people that you're hearing of right now during this time?
2: Yeah, no, real life, real life is definitely hitting people hard right now. And um, I'm so inspired by, by everyone that is working on just maintaining their wellness right now. So, you know, common things that are going on that I'm seeing big changes happen are um, there's a huge increase in screen time right now with being on your phone and scrolling through, you know, social media, Facebook and having that as an outlet for connection and staying involved with people. And, um, you know, you spend your you're at home on your screen during the day and then the evening rolls around and you want to watch a movie or be on your phone. And so um, setting goals around decreasing screen time and Um, really checking in with your emotions and your your thought process right now. I've seen such powerful change and um, motivation come from different clients. And another hard one is how exercise and physical activity is looking for people like gyms have been shut down for for months. And um, that has been that's a really go to Go to routine for people. So, um, finding a, a place at home to work out, and that's a space a space for you, or doing a new fo- version of your own exercise, um, that has been difficult. So, talking about work, working out from home is, you know, really um, moving around your 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 home and your home a bit. And I've seen many people form a gym in their garage, and which is hard in the desert because it's been so so hot. <laughs> it's um, cooling <laughs> off now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you can move your move your coffee table out of the room and put on a, a yoga class or um, have some home weights. And now that it's cooling off, like it's hiking season again. So getting out in nature, um, which is great. And so, yeah, definitely, you know, paying attention and being increasing your awareness about how much time are you on a screen and how can you check in to like be more mindful with yourself and um, really be mindful of how you're treating your, your body and your mind during this, this stressful times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you keep, um, bringing up mind and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. And you also mentioned, you know, getting some weights, quick, funny story, when the when the initial pandemic hit in March here in the Coachella Valley and kind of across the nation, I actually rushed over to uh, the big sporting goods store here in the Coachella Valley to buy free uh-huh. weights to get them at home since I knew my gym was closing and they were completely sold out. <laughs> It was
2: crazy. Wow. I, I feel yes. bad for you, but I'm it's happy. I'm glad to hear that like so many people have the same idea.
1: <laughs> Completely sold out. I ended up buying a um, a pull-up bar and hanging that in my doorway. You know, that was the only thing that I could get. It was wild. I have to tell you. And, and so like you said, you know, I was like, "Oh, wow, you know, people are taking control of this and they're they're doing the right thing. So whether or not yes. they're collecting dust or people are using them, they're out of free weights
2: <laughs> yeah totally totally and if you can't get a, a get a hold of weights or you feel like you're gonna buy them and not use them um even starting just with your own body weight for for right. exercise um it has it's so it's so undervalued like it's right, yeah you can get just as you can get so many you can strengthen your body stretch and um, just by using your own body Or being creative with what you have at home You can build resistance from uh, Doing push-ups against a couch or something So, Yeah, um, well,
1: just still to come Surviving on. the quarantine with kids at home Overcoming a quarantine diet And Scout's recommendation for foods To boost your immune system And a really delicious recipe Stay right here
0: And wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. You're
1: on Tate Talks. I am Jason Tate. Thank you for taking time out of your day to be here on this beautiful day. I am speaking with my friend Scout Lennon. She is a fellow functional medicine certified coaching graduate and national board certified health and wellness coach. And we're talking about some of the biggest challenges that have kind of been thrust upon humans during this time, during this pandemic, during a quarantine, and some tips to overcome these challenges. You touched, um, Scout, you touched on screen time. What are some, in your opinion, or based on some facts that you've seen, what are some of the negative effects of too much screen time? What do you think? What 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 are your thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, definitely. So you know, sc- too much screen time, some negative effects it has on us is um, it really disengages us from the present moment of what we're doing. So it can turn into a bad habit if you're. Have it, you're you're sitting at the, at the at the dining table with family and you're checking your phone, or um, you're checking your phone as you're watching a TV show, and then it, all of a sudden it's over and time flies by. Um, so it really disconnects you from the present, um, and it can impact your sleep so much um, with being exposed to the, exposed to those blue blue light, and then it also really kind of triggers. The more of a negative mindset for a lot of people and can lead to more enhanced and heightened emotions that are already sensitive right now. So it can, it can increase and kind of uh, trigger those, those to repeat those, those thought patterns of why we're stressed, why we're anxious right now, um, why there's so much uncertainty in the world. And, um Especially if you're looking at the news and articles going on and right. um, looking at what everyone else is doing, it really takes <laughs> takes all that that focus and heightens it
1: right well, because in a way, I feel like screen time in a way, especially if you're just surfing on your phone through social mm-hmm. media, there's really no way to filter it so that you only see good news, right
2: yeah. You almost yeah, accidentally
1: no. always see bad news and it just, you know, you can't unsee certain things.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Once we see it, the the cycle starts, like it triggers thoughts, it triggers emotions and then and then behaviors and actions uh, that, that that carry on throughout our day and our week. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, some great coaching tips around about you know, spending less time on our phones and checking the news is, I mean, our smartphones actually are, are, are set up where we can turn off those notifications that you have a new message or someone posted on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So really using those settings and, um, to turn off your notifications and you can look at your daily screen time. And I've had clients be like, oh my gosh, I'm spending four hours on my phone a day. Like, like that's four (laughs) hours I can be doing something else. yeah yeah you should hear
1: some of the teenagers
2: (laughs) yeah yeah, you're right your students I bet yeah
1: (laughs) think back to when you were a student you you went to um, a local high school here correct
2: yeah Palm Desert
1: okay so think back to that time because you're pretty young it wasn't that long ago how would you you know knowing what you know now which is what I I call teachers time travelers, because we kind of get to go back in time and and teach uh, young people what we wish we knew that we know now. in, In maybe a minute and a half, two minutes, sum up what you would say to teenagers during this time right now with relation to screen time, and also just making sure you maximize your educational opportunities.
2: Yeah, no, that's a great question. And uh, you know, I would I would challenge someone in high school where, you know, connection and friends is so important and such a high value for everyone. So it's a little unrealistic to say, you know, spend less time on your phone right. and, and or, or put your phone away. So I would I would challenge it with like like. Think about all the the much more benefits you get by connect like having a deeper connection in person, and what does what does that look like to you versus what it's what it is online. What do you enjoy like in real life, and um, do that more often? How can we invite that more in? Um, and really just checking in on your, your feeling, your feelings, like what emotion do you have before you open your, an app on your phone? And then what does that emotion, is that emotion the same, uh, better or worse after those 15 minutes of scrolling? And was it, was that worth it to you? What is, what is, what was the benefits of that? And what was the cost to that?
1: I love that. I really love that. I, and I hope that, our young listeners are listening to that. Pay attention to your feelings before you press that app button on your phone, and then pay attention to your feelings after. We talk so much as coaches about listening to your body, right, when you eat certain foods, listen to your body, feel what it feels like to eat that food in your body. And this is the same thing, right, with touching these app buttons on the phone, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What a challenging yeah, time right now for everyone.
2: Absolutely, and I would also say to to young listeners and teenagers, like uh, we all experience emotions, and the more you feel them, the the it, it, the, the more you're going to grow and and continue to be successful. So, uh, yep. I, I really want to kind of destigmatize talking about our emotions and feelings. Right.
1: Well, and that that's perfect because we're gonna we're gonna launch right into that. We're gonna talk about mindset. Still in this hour of Tate Talks, I'm interviewing Functional Medicine Health Coach. We're gonna talk about diet, immunity, mindset, and staying connected. I actually asked my students this week, would you give up all social media accounts for six months if that meant during those six months you could hang out with your friends and hug people and see them face to face? And 99% of them said absolutely yes.
0: If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate.
1: You're listening to Jason Tate. This is Tate Talks, and I have a guest with me during this hour of the show, Scout Lennon. She's a native to the Coachella Valley. She attended uh, school here and played volleyball back when I was a coach. And I don't remember, were you on one of my club teams, Scout, or were you... I do vaguely remember I, because I, how do you forget the name Scout but I do remember I, you.
2: Yeah, yeah no I um, I wasn't fortunate enough to be on one of your teams, but we did scrimmage against each other or when okay. like we had similar practice times. So um, <laughs> we've definitely I have played on the same court. <laughs>
1: That's fun. What a wild, what a wild turnaround! I love that you're back in the desert. I love that you are bringing functional, more functional medicine here to the desert. Uh, and and we do talk about functional medicine. I mention it all the time. If you've never heard of this term before, look it up. Uh, go to ifm.org. Look up functional medicine. Scout and I are both graduates from the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, and we firmly believe that this is a powerful way to heal the body in its totality from head to toe because you heal in total and you can become sick in total from head to toe as well. Uh, but one of those main reasons, one of the big, <clears throat> biggest things we can do is what we put into our body. So we're gonna talk about diet right now and some quarantine trends as well as yeah. tips on ma- how to make some healthier choices. and Scout, you're gonna share a recipe with us.
2: Yes, yeah. butternut squash. it's it's in season, it's delicious and has so many great vitamins and high in antioxidants. So I'm excited to talk about how to how to add that into your diet.
1: Awesome. I love it. And we, we love butternut squash at our house. So we're, we're digging it up right now. Every time we go to the grocery store, we get more, we bake it, we do all different types of things. So we'll come back to that recipe in just a moment. What are some quarantine trends that you've seen uh, with regard to diet? And then what are some tips on how to make some healthier choices?
2: yeah definitely. And you know with with diet and our eating choices, I mean it's we have to remind ourselves and be gentle with ourselves that there is a choice in what we want to eat and with as a coach i'm it's very important to you know meet someone with where they're at and be realistic with what you want to achieve with your diet and goals so you know, what's commonly going on right now, since it's such a, um, there's so much uncertainty in the world, everyone's emotions are heightened. And, you know, eating food gives us emotions, it makes us feel good, it's comforting, or it makes us feel stress relieved. And we're gathered with our family or our significant other. So, um, you know, really being mindful on uh, those emotions that are going into our eating choices and um, a lot of a lot of people since we're home so often there's uh hi, there's a increase in alcohol consumption throughout the week um, and sugar and grains so that's really a great place to start to just remove some extra inflammation going on that plays totally plays into a role into our stress neuropathways
1: Agreed, agreed very much. Yeah, I, I, I heard a statistic, and I don't know if it was true or not, that alcohol consumption at one point during the pandemic was up 350%. Uh, it might be, I, mean, I don't know what nationwide it is or locally, but what are some tips that you would suggest to somebody who is in this habit and in these patterns it's hard to and and we recognize as coaches and you do this as well that to just cold turkey switch over to a healthier thing. So what are some good transition ideas to kind of lessen some of these bad habits that we have?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um some great ways to transition is start as small as small of a step as you need. Like if you just if you just want to cut back to having one to two nights without a drink of wine or an alcoholic beverage, that's, that's a step to cutting down your consumption and decreasing it. So um, really being realistic with yourself and knowing that a baby step like that is just as, just as much um, a start in the, a step in the right direction. And um, other great ideas are to, you know, um, curve that with a, you know, sparkling water, um kombucha tea um other drinks that are still enjoyable to you um and really but really you know still allowing yourself to enjoy enjoy something um right. that's kind yeah. of a good way wit- yeah cuz you don't want to remove that enjoyment and sure. um yeah it's all about you know in in that moment like how can how can i just decrease little little by little
1: I like that yeah and you can make a mocktail right? I mean, you can make a fake cocktail, you can still sit down and have your cocktail hour. Uh, There might be, you know, a little too much sugar in that. But, uh, you know, that's definitely another thing that you can cut back on during this time, is the amount of sugar, because food is information, right? And I heard um, through the enteric nervous system of the gut, about ninety-five percent of our serotonin is generated from neurons that reside in the lining of our gut. We generate so much of those happy hormones, and you touched on that. Food inf- affects our mood, so
2: it, yeah, spice, so much. And, um, and 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 you know, thinking about the your just home environment, and um, you know, how much alcohol is in the house, and is that a is that a good amount for you and with aligned with your goals as well? So that's something to explore as well. And, um, some people might just be like, Hey, if it's, if it's not here, I won't touch, I won't drink it or I won't want to, I won't want to open one at five o'clock at night. So,
1: um,
2: it's so individualized, but yeah, some great tips is to just really think about what a realistic baby step is for, for you.
1: Love that. Love that. So, I'm I'm actually here. I'm interviewing a friend, a health and wellness coach, uh, her hobbies. In addition to health coaching clients across the nation, Scout loves anything outdoors, <laughs> beach volleyball, hiking, playing with her dog, as well as cooking uh, indoors, yoga, <laughs> and learning about new functional medicine modalities. Let's talk um, recipe right now. So you're going to share with us a recipe, and I believe John, my producer, is going to be able to post that link to the recipe. This is a butternut squash salad. So tell us about this salad.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, So butternut squash salad is like my go-to salad I love to bring to Thanksgiving or a Thanksgiving dinner because it just fits so well with the theme, and it's sweet. It's sweet and and filling for a salad. To add that as a As a healthy, a healthy part of the meal, and um, what's great about it is you can really make a lot of substitutes or alternatives within the salad to still make it super healthy, but, um, catered to how you like it. So, you know, if you're doing dairy free, which a lot of people do, you can avoid adding the goat cheese or feta cheese and, um, really just focus on the, the butternut squash and uh, healthy nuts and cutting up some fresh dates. Um, and what's great about it too, is it, it, it adds in that salad dressing recipe, um I I I really I really tell all my clients like a secret tip like make your own salad dressings it's not yes. hard and you can you can prep them in advance and you <laughs> save yourself so many calories and um and it and just you cut out so many additives and preservatives from your your overall intake which is awesome.
1: Right. Totally agreed. And Two summers ago, so summer, I guess it would have been 2019, uh, my family and I spent a few weeks in Italy. And pretty much in Italy, it's olive oil and maybe some salt and pepper, uh, maybe a little bit of vinegar. And so after that trip, all I do now for my salads is we buy a really, really nice, really beautiful cold-pressed olive oil And I do that and a little bit of salt and pepper on my salads. And to me, that is fantastic. But if there is a specialty salad like this one here, uh, my Mm -hmm. wife will often make a salad dressing that's catered to that salad. So this has uh, roasted pistachios in it, um, some cumin, coriander, cinnamon, cayenne. I believe that goes into the dressing mix with the garlic and lemon. Uh, fresh greens. We've got the roasted. I believe they do the roasted butternut squash and pomegranate seeds. I love pomegranate seeds in salads.
2: Yes, they're so good. And um, what's great too with the the butternut squash is uh, you can you know buy a butternut squash whole and do the roasting yourself and and peel it. But if you do want to save some time, like you could go to Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, and they have it pre-cut up and um, cubed. So it's just as great to grab a bag of of the pre-cut butternut squash and and roast that and then throw it in your salad and make it later in the day.
1: There you go. Pro tip right there. Love it. (laughs) 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 On your website, which is scoutwellnessla.com, you mentioned mindset. Now, I mentioned mindfulness and I teach mindfulness. I love that you use the word mindset. And I do understand from my perspective, why I love it, but I want to ask you why mindset, why have you chosen this, um, this word?
2: You know, I have chosen the word mindset because I really, um, resonate with the, with the, with the differences of a fixed mindset versus a flexible mindset. and, and, being more flexible with your thoughts allows us to be more adaptive adaptable especially with how life has been with all these challenges and ups and downs so it does require mindfulness to observe our thoughts and pause which which mindfulness is all about that like slow down pause take a few deep breaths and we need that to be able to build and strengthen our mindset muscles um it's it's just like a muscle. We need to do repetitions in it to um, sway that neg- negativity bias towards being more flexible and really focusing on the on the good in life and focusing on what we have and what we've earned and what we've worked for. And and as humans, we we're, we're um, I think we're always achieving for more and um, wanting to continue to achieve something new and, and exciting. And um, having a flexible mindset allows us to really, um, really be more powerful with the power of thought and how much that influences our mood.
1: I love that. That's beautiful, Scout. I really love that. And I've heard uh, fixed mindset and growth mindset, but I love flexible mindset.
2: Yeah. Yeah, flexible. Yeah. There's this exercise
1: component to it. There's this component to it that you can be resilient. You've mentioned this many times, the word resilient. So this flexible mindset, I love that. And I definitely want you to share um, with some of the tips that you share with your health coach or with your clients about a flexible Mm -hmm. mindset and why that's so much more important and healthy than that fixed or, or static mindset
2: Yes, definitely. And um, it, is, it is so important to, to, for that open mindset because like, before we are stuck on negative thoughts, it can hold us back from, the, from that connection to what our behaviors are going to be. So if we're wanting to better ourselves and reach our goals, um, really, really, you know, believing in yourself and having a positive self conversation and talking to yourself in a positive way is going to increase positivity in your life.
1: I love that. And what you focus on is what you feel. I'm interviewing Scout Lennon, Functional Medicine Health Coach, and we're going to discuss a little bit more about mindset and staying connected. I want to bring staying connected back in, also kind of how to start and end your day right. I have some questions for you about that. Stay with us right here on Tate Talks.
0: inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio.
1: This is Tate Talks, and you're listening to Jason Tate, and I have with me Scout Lennon. She's a Coachella Valley native, a fellow graduate of the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. She's a national board-certified health and wellness coach, and she is a wealth of knowledge, so, we are talking about mindset. We're talking about the power of the mind in helping you through these challenging times. And Scout just shared with me why she chooses the word mindset uh, on her website, scoutwellnessla.com. And I love, I love how you talk about this flexible mindset. So, let's continue the conversation about mindset. What are some things? that you share with your clients as a health coach when they are struggling with multiple challenges or there's a handful of things that are just kind of in their life and in their way with regard to diet, with regard to exercise, which with regard to their career uh, and their family life at home, any of those things, yeah. what are some key tips and things that you share with your clients?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so kind of, you know, kind of tying everything together, what we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a lot, it's a, it's a lot what we've covered and it's crazy. It's all, it's all coming, um, going by so fast, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would recommend just, you know, whatever stuck out to you and kind of like sparked your interest to do some research on it and set a goal around it and, how how to cultivate that and invite that into your day or your week and mindset work and mindfulness um really if you just set out 5 10 minutes of your day just to get started you're going to experience the benefits of it um and and i i think it's it's so important in a time right now where there's so much uncertainty and our brains work to predict like what's going to happen. Like we're trying to feel prepared. And Mm -hmm. when we're not prepared, it it causes a little bit of havoc and that stress response or anxiety, anxious thoughts. So um, spending those five minutes to check in with yourself, what physical sensations are you feeling and feel your emotions? Like an average emotion it lasts seven minutes, and it's the same process as if you're experiencing joy, happiness, or a, st- a stress response to a situation. So set a timer and feel that emotion, and um, at the, once that seven minutes is up, see if you're feeling still reactive or if you're ready to take on the day.
1: Wow. I love that. That's about the same time of attention span of a teenager in class too. Seven minutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's not that bad. It might be eight or nine minutes. So, um, I. So, what are some things that you do, that you do, uh, with what you know now? How, like, how do you start your day?
2: Yeah, definitely. So my my day, we are fostering a puppy right now, so uh, our puppy is the new alarm clock at the house, <laughs> and it goes off. It goes off about five thirty a.m., which is very early for most people. And um, <laughs> so, I, I mean, so having an alarm clock is key towards like what routine you want, and get your body on a routine of what time you're going to bed and what time you're waking up. And a secret that I tell all my clients is use an original alarm clock or uh, something besides your cell phone, because our cell phone ties us to work and other people and life stressors. So removing that from the first part of your day and giving yourself even just 10 minutes away from your phone and waking up with an alarm clock is it's a huge wellness tip. I love sharing with people. Um, So, (laughs) Or a puppy, exactly. Yeah. So um, my morning is waking up at the same time each day, um, practicing mindfulness and mindset work with a cup of coffee. Usually, I sit outside and watch the sun come up, or um, have a conversation with with my with my my boyfriend. And um, I like writing down what I need to get done for the day, so I know what I'm I'm focusing on and what I'm going to accomplish. Um, and you That's know beautiful. that morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. So tell yourself, you know, set a time of how much you need. If you only have 10 minutes for yourself, great. If you can enjoy up to an hour, like enjoy every minute of it.
1: Exactly right. Cause game on, as soon as it starts, it's game on for the rest of yes. the day. So what are some things that you do to kind of end your day to kind of bookend your day? I'm I'm always curious, you know, especially people that are in health and wellness to, to learn from them. And so I'm curious to learn from you, what do you do to kind of bookend your day?
2: Yeah, you know, I really have to check in with my own self and my, my own, my own emotions, because as wellness advocates, and as coaches, um, our self care also needs to take place since we're helping other people through this journey right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, which I love, it's so passionate about, but I'm like all about self care. Like what am I going to, what am I going to eat? And, you know, c- cook, cooking is very therapeutic for me. Um, I love, love natural organic skincare products that are toxin free. I'll do a bath and a face mask and, um, and, use, and some type of exercise before that. So it's usually walking, playing tennis, um, which is a great COVID-friendly exercise right now. Yeah, but right? Yeah,
1: you can social distance on the tennis court for sure. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, definitely something that gets my body body, body moving and, um, and my mind working and just ther- therapeutic work for myself, like doing things that I enjoy that re-energize myself because, Every single day you're, you're, you know, you're working and giving back that energy and it goes back to that, um, that 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 balloon and how inflated are you and um, how inflated, how inflated do you you need to be to, um, to be the best parent and that you can be right now or, uh, or get further along in your career and, and um, just get ready for what's, what's next to come in life.
1: You know what this has been such a fast fun filled hour full of information and we didn't even get a chance to talk about exercise science yet. I'm going to have to have you back on this show Scout. Thank you yes, so please. much. Yes,
2: I will be here any any time. <laughs> Thank you. I, I I always always enjoy talking to you and yeah. um yeah, I'd love to hear from, you know, anyone that's listening or um, that wants to check out my how, my how website. How can people I reach
1: you? How can people follow you? Where do they find you?
2: Yeah, yeah. So you can follow me at Scout Wellness LA on Instagram, um, as well as, as Coach Scout Lennon on Twitter. Um, and just check out, go to the website, Scout ScoutWellnessLA.com. There's a contact page there. Um, that's probably the best way to reach me. And I'll do my best to to connect back with you. And I look forward to speaking to more people.
1: I love it. I love it. Thank you so much again and happy birthday to your boyfriend. And yes. send, tell him I said thank you for sharing you this weekend so you can be on the show. Really appreciate I him.
2: I will. <laughs> I hope your family has a great, great uh, Halloween weekend.
1: Yes, thank you. Coming up on Tate Talks, we have a thought to digest, some inspirational words of wisdom to follow. I will be talking about some fitness tips for moms, for those busy moms out there, plus the weekly meditation and more. Stay with us right here on Tate Talks.